Welcome back to the Millennial Ag Podcast, where agriculture is always on tap and no topic is off limits. Thanks for joining us today. Your co-hosts, Valine Cawthorn and Catherine Lawspeech. Listeners, welcome to January 2023. Yeah, I can't believe it's, I, I don't even know if I've written the date yet, but it'll take me a full month to get 2023, not 2022. Um, but it's just crazy that we're already in 2023. And I remember, um, I can't remember who I was talking to, but it's been three years ago now um, when we first heard of COVID and the fact that we're living in a new a new world in a new state um, is crazy to reflect back on how far we've come in the last three years and what's changed, what hasn't, um, and kind of a lot of angst too in the world, you know? And so it's, I don't know, it's just crazy to reflect back that that's been that's been three years ago. It seems like it was just yesterday. That is really crazy to think about because yeah, three years ago, holy smokes, like our lives were so different, like our work lives and our personal lives. And now I have a different job. You're in a different role. You got married. I had a baby. Like so much has changed in the world for sure. And at the same time, I think a lot has stayed the same. And I'm thinking particularly here of like ag issues and the way we approach problems and and things like that. So I think that'll definitely play into our content in the coming year. But that's not what this episode is about. So <laughs> well, so, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Val. Oh, okay. Well, I doesn't I was gonna say what we were kind of um brainstorming of talking about is is what New Year's means to us, what 2023 has to bring, goals, words, that kind of thing. Um, but but what the true, you know, the practices we use at the beginning of the year are stuff that we can use anytime when we need a reset, when we need to re restructure ourselves, when we need to make new goals or, or chase new dreams or shift. Like it doesn't, I, I, I'm going to end up on a little bit of a rabbit trail real quick, but, um, I was, I always go back through my 2022 goals and I haven't done my personal ones yet, but I was going through my work ones and, and going through them, I kept thinking, well, I didn't accomplish this. Well, I didn't accomplish this. Well, I didn't accomplish this. And it took me removing myself from that and said, but I did accomplish this and this and this, and this is why I did not accomplish those because my role took a different, different turn. And so I think it's being okay, something I'm not very good at, but being okay with the, the turns in life to get you through the new year, to get you where you're going. And, and maybe goals, like you have to have your smart goals to achieve something you're really ambitious about, but in general, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? How do you want to act? You know, and I, I think more on, on those lines, at least this year than I have ever before. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, I I really love, especially your point about, um, recalibrating and okay. So you start the year with these goals and when you're reflecting and looking back, oh, I didn't achieve that, but I did achieve this, something that maybe you didn't imagine or wasn't even on your radar, but there were still definitely accomplishments throughout the year. And who's to say that your, your, your goals can't go year on year. I mean, I've got a few that I've been working on for years and, you know, on some of those ones, we'll talk about our actual goals in a few minutes, but, um, you know, it's been 
spent a lot of talking about it and now I'm sick of talking about it. It's time to make some real progress on it. But no, I just appreciate your point about um, revisiting and reevaluating what you did accomplish during the year rather than being, um, you know, single-minded with the blinders on. Yeah, no, most definitely. So Catherine, do you want to start with, let's, so we, we had started talking a couple days ago about a word. We hadn't really talked about goals yet, but, but maybe let's start with a word and why, why do you pick a word or two words every year? Yeah. So this is something that I started back. Um, I think at the beginning of must've been the beginning of 2018, um, 2017 started out bad and got worse. I quit a job pretty abruptly because it was a really toxic work environment. Um, and that turned out to be the right thing to do, but it was a scary thing to do because I didn't have an extra role. And 2017 was pretty rocky and bumpy for me, um, in terms of understanding that I was facing some mental health challenges and finding new employment. So, um, at the beginning of 2018, I saw this, uh, I think it was a Facebook post of someone who had picked a word to center her year around. And I was like, whoa, I really like that. And um, so I gave it a try. And that year, my word was embrace. And it was on, um, you know, I was figuring out how to embrace what I was going through, what I had been through and how to how to not feel shame around it and how to move forward in the situations I was in. So that was the first year I started picking a word. And I think ever since then, you and I have, have done that. I can't remember other words as much as I remember that word, but um, like you said, you and I have been kicking around words for the last few days and I actually came up with two this year and they are discern and restore. And I'll start with Restore. Restore came from, uh, my family and I were just so freaking busy last year. From June on, we were gone at least twice a month for out-of-state trips um, all the way through November. And then in December, uh, my husband was in Las Vegas for a conference. And then I was in Scotland for a week for work. And then we had two weeks of traveling for Christmas. And it was just a lot. And, um, you know, we got to see loved ones near and far. Um and we had some fun experiences, but along the way, it seemed like, I don't know if we were busy for the sake of busy, but I'm not sure it was the kind of busy that we really want to be. And so this year I'm looking into ways, I'm looking into um, activities or efforts or avenues that are restorative to me and my family, things that fill our cups. Um, you know, and that might be me making some time to make more cheese on the weekend or, you know, going on a family day trip to hike in the mountains or, or those sorts of things. And it's really being mindful of the activities that we undertake and making sure that we're not just blindly saying yes. <laughs> um, you know, if that makes sense. And then along those same lines is discern. And I say that because well, for a couple of different reasons. Um, one of them is that since I entered the workforce seven years ago now, wow, I'm getting old. <laughs> Actually, it'll be eight in May. <laughs> um, I have been almost single-mindedly focused on my career and my career has taken some wild turns up and down. It has been a sordid journey. <laughs> and um, I would like to discern what what is most important to me in terms of my career, but also finding ways 
what am I trying to say here? I want to discern things that are the most important that will get me the furthest ahead, the most efficiently in the most beneficial way for me and my family and for the people that I'm working with or for and discerning. So that's the career discern. And then the personal discern is figuring out what I want the trajectory of my life to be. And to go back to your earlier point, that's always going to be changing. Um, but you know, it's important to make a plan. I heard this really great quote from my brother-in-law over Christmas and it was some military commander who said it, but he said, um, plans are useless. Making a plan is invaluable. And I just love that because it's the act of planning that gives you, you know, sort of a roadmap to where you go. You know, plans don't survive first contact with the enemy, but it's important to have one. (laughs) So that's, that's really what I want to work on discerning this year, along with with being discerning about the activities and the things that we say yes to this year. So those are my words for this year. Those are a lot gentler and calmer than words I have had in the past, but I really want to incorporate those characteristics into my life because I think that being calm, being peaceful, being gentle um, are are good ways to go about this life in this crazy angsty world that we have. No, I love that Catherine. And I love that the reflection and the input behind them, because, um, you know, diving into what a word is and I was like, well, why do we do this or whatever, you know, and I kind of, I've, I've thrown a few words out there and then last year, kind of halfway through, I, I threw out, um, I threw out gratitude and grace in the middle because I really needed to find some positivity in what I was doing because, you know, going through your busy, 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 same thing. It's like, well, slow down and smell the roses that are beside you because there's a lot of them. Um, and so trying to, to remind myself of that and just the intentionality of, of getting back to what you truly want, um, I think is really cool. And I appreciate the fluidity that we're that a word gives you rather than sometimes that guard like the stiff guardrail that goals have give give some of that like purpose behind why why you're doing something is really really incredible well thanks for articulating that because I hadn't thought about it that way but it sounds really good when you say it (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised words are even coming out of my mouth correctly at this point in my week (laughs) Yeah, you have an insane amount going on. So a few days ago, you asked me what my words were, and I gave them to you. And then you sent me a list of words that you were working on. And I I thought of one that I really liked for you. But I let's let's tell our listeners, or you tell our listeners where you're at with that. Well, I other than writing it down on a piece of paper, I don't know how much further I've made it, especially this week. Um but it's, I think I'm going to stick with, at least for now, we'll see if it sticks because it might change, but I think I'm going to stick with balance um, because I can incorporate that into a lot of things. Um, but learning, learning to, to not, when I go into something or commit to something, I do both feet completely in full steam ahead. And it's almost, it can be a detriment to myself, my health, my mental health, um, my husband, you know, all that. Um, and then, and then it's also balancing it with things I enjoy and the happiness I want to experience, you know, and what are things that, 
I want to continue to do even when I'm going to have a long, a long week, you know, ahead of us. Um, how can I find time to read? You know, something I really want to do more of is read this year. So how can I balance that time? Because when I'm at home and have time, it's like, I could be doing laundry. I could be doing this, but finding balancing my time to do things that, that again, fill my soul up. And I'm not, um, continually looking at all the, the stressors in my life. So I think I'm going to stick with balance for at least a few weeks and we'll see if it, if it truly sticks. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where, where I'm at, um, so far. (laughs) I love that for you. That one in the list you sent me, that one really stuck out for you because you are, you go 178% all the time. And I mean, your commitment knows no bounds. And I so admire you for that. And then I also do worry about you because you, you take on so many things because you're such a generous and giving person and you definitely have to take time for you and your family as well. So I think, I mean, I think the way you described that is just perfect for you this year. And as you said too, see, see how it goes. And if you need to change direction or recalibrate, totally do that. Yeah, no, I thank you for that. Thank you for, yeah, putting that word in my mouth essentially because I just haven't felt, I don't know. It just, nothing's felt right, you know, yet for that. So, yeah, I know what you mean. It's been, I don't know for you, I think we've talked about it a little bit, but 2022 was just sort of a weird year. Like it it had so many ups and downs maybe not even that many downs, just a lot of busyness. And you and I don't mind being busy. In fact, we prefer it. But again, it's being busy for the right reasons. Yep. Not busy no, I think, busyness. I think that's super important. Um and and yeah, just finding that finding that stability again and and what that means for each individual. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So we have our words. You want to talk about some of our goals for the year? Yeah. Um, so I'm still in the process of, um, figuring mine out. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw out an easy goal. My goal is to go on a honeymoon in three weeks and enjoy it. To make it happen. <laughs> yep. Tickets are booked. Um, but I really, um, I think it goes back to the balance, but just finding, finding that, that ebb and that flow, um, throughout life, I've got some big goals of, um, running a half marathon. Um, and I've signed up for one in April. Um, so that's, of course you, (laughs) that's a goal. Um, and I, I think a lot, like just and again, my, the crazy busy is, is to let life happen a little bit, have some intentionality with finishing, um, you know, continuing ed and all these things that I have to do because of licenses, um, the leadership program I'm in and, and things like that and, and fulfill my commitments, um, while also, um, making sure I'm spending intentional time, time with my husband, um, intentional time, with family and, and learning to, to find that inner peace, you know, and be able just to sit and not worry about anything, um, and work on, um, 
you know, controlling some of the anxieties and stuff like that. I think I'm, I'm rambling and I don't have a smart goal this year yet. I don't have, um, big, but just trying to get, get more into routines and, and, and figure out the the stability. Um, I just feel like I'm all over the place and that's this week too. I've started, it seems like 2023. It's like, I had a little bit of breathing room the end of 2022 and I showed back up to work 2023 and everybody's like, we need to get this done. And it needs to be done yesterday. And so, um, you know, I'm like, I just want, I want to sit on the couch, drink wine and eat bonbons and not care about Seriously. else. Um, and so, um, but trying to like intentionally find that time to do that and shut, shut off. I think, um, one of my, this is, can be kind of a concrete goal, but one of my goals is less social media. And I'll, and I don't necessarily mean that, like, I know we need to post more to, um, um, social for millennial ag and, and, but I mean the mindless scrolling when I don't want to do anything else. And, 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 and those are the times that I should go in the bathtub and read my book. Those are the times that I should do some yoga or, or things that I always want to, um, rather than just mindlessly scrolling. So I really, I do want to be more intentional about that. So maybe that's one of my concrete goals that I'll just, I'll leave with for right now. And, um, and, and I still have a lot of work to do on my other ones. <laughs> I think those are all great places to start though. I mean, you're being mindful of what you do want to accomplish. And I mean, I think taking time at the beginning of the year to, to be mindful and to set some intentionalities around your goals is really important. A friend of mine asked me, you know, right before the new year, what my goals were, what I want to work on. And I said, you know, I'm still figuring that out. And I'm trying not to put pressure on myself to have it exactly figured out by January 1st. And I've also put a time limit on myself because it's easy to think about these things for the next year and not make any progress. But I especially love your last one about less social media in terms of just mindless scrolling, because I am totally guilty of that too. And I'm with you. I want to read more, do yoga, be outside and have my fingers in the dirt in our garden and pull our baby around on a sled. Um, And it's just so easy to sit there and just get lost in it because it's like an instant hit of dopamine and you can just, you can just tune out and I want to use fulfilling activities to tune out. So I love that one. I think I'm going to add that to my list too. And maybe we can be accountability partners on it. Oh, that sounds (laughs) great. Um, What are some of your other goals you've been kind of working on? Yeah. So I've got some like, you know, financial goals and personal goals and spiritual goals and, you know, sort of some in every department of my life. But one of them is, is to spend more intentional time with my family to check out. And like I said, go, go to the mountains, you know, go find a place along the Platte river that we can stick our toes in and giggle, um, you know, build a potato cannon and shoot potatoes out in our backyard. <laughs> like, you know, just goofy fun stuff that really fills the soul, gets you out in the sun, sunshine. Um, you know, leave your phones in the truck or in the house and, and just go experience the world. Um, you know, a lot of my job is work from home. And during those days when I'm not out on farm or meeting with clients, it's so easy to just stay in the house, stuck to my laptop, getting work done. Like I'm being productive, but 
my soul needs fresh air and sunshine and, you know, just go play ball with my dog for 15 minutes. So trying to be mindful of, of that kind of a health mindset, um, you know, being more active and outdoors just to get the good stuff in your lungs and on your skin. So that's a personal goal that I think reaches into a lot of places in my life. And then, um, there's, I've got a couple things in my personal pipeline that I hope are going to turn into some professional stuff, um, which I'm not quite ready to share the full details yet of, but I, I will as soon as I've got some things figured out, but some things on my own that I'm excited to develop and back to that intentional word, I want to be intentional about working on developing them so that I can look back in a year and say, wow, I made some real progress and I'm proud of myself and what I'm building. So that's going to be, I'm really, really trying to put systems in place to be able to make that happen. Cause I read another thing today that said, um, it's so easy to get locked in grooves, both physically and mentally. And you just go along the path of least resistance and changing those brain circuits and synapses and stuff is it's hard, but it's worth it. So that's some work that I'm going to have to do for sure. Um, and there's, there's two others that I want to talk about. Um, and I've forgotten one of them. I'm looking at my notes and I'll have to find it again, but one of them is definitely growing millennial ag. Um, you and I have been at this since, was it 2018, August of 2018 that we started this, or was it, no, it was 2019. It was 2019. Yeah. Um, we went through COVID. Did we go through COVID? Has- yeah. Yeah, we did. Holy Toledo. <laughs> no, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. You know, we're, I don't even know what episode on we're on, like we're well over a hundred. Um, we've made some really good connections. We've had great guests and I think that we have a lot of potential to reach the audiences we want to reach with the kind of content that they want to hear. So like you say, our social media needs to be beefed up. And um, again, you and I talk all the time about being intentional about our content development and we have so much going on. This is, this is sort of our fun, happy place. And it's easy to let it slide a little bit because it is, it is one of those things that we can let slide if life gets in the way, which I appreciate about millennial ag, but you and I have big goals there and I'm excited to, to see where we can go with with our podcast and our efforts in 2023. So. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think it is, I think, you know, we've talked a few of our guests have, um, when we've asked them how they balance life as busy as they are, they say, you don't really balance, um, but you learn which balls are glass and which ones are, are plastic. And the ones that are plastic can, can bounce down and come back up whenever you need them to. And that's one thing I think we've realized with millennial ag is it's, it's something that, that we treasure dearly, um, but it won't shatter if we miss a week. And I think we've had to give ourselves that grace because again, we don't like to miss a week and we like the consistency of our content. And we like, we want to get back in a place where we are booming and, and, um, grooving with it, um, in a big way, but, but recognizing what is, is glass and what is, is plastic, I think is, is something that has been really, really good. And I think taught us a lot of grace along the way too. Yeah, I think you're exactly right about that. And that's, that's definitely been something 
that I've learned being friends with you, um, the glass balls versus the plastic balls or the rubber balls, I guess, you know, I was just thinking, what are my glass balls and what are my rubber balls? And the first one that I think is the glass ball is family for me. Um, they have to be first and top of mind. And, you know, a rubber ball is sweeping the damn floor. <laughs> like I like a clean house as much as anybody, but if it comes to time between spending with my toddler and my husband or sweeping the stupid floor, I'm going to try to spend it with my, with my family. Yeah. No, I think that's a good, good reminder. Yeah. I remembered my last goal <laughs> and, um, it comes from, well, it's, it's a work goal and, um, my hours are sort of weird. Uh, my clients, if they need something urgent, it's early in the morning and my colleagues are six, six hours ahead of me in the UK. And for some weird reason, they all like to stay up late at night and work. And for me, five o'clock hits and I'm done. I want to shut off. Um, but they'll often be messaging me about stuff that, you know, they, they're wondering about, or they want to get done at midnight their time. And I'm like, what the hell? I need to go have dinner with my family. Um, and of course, if it's an emergency, I'll get right to work on it. But I, I am working on being intentional or even stricter, honestly, with my work and life boundaries, um, because it's so easy to get caught up in work. And especially where I work at home, I think I can just jump on the chat and have it figured in 10 minutes. And last night, you know, I thought that was the case and it was two hours later of being on the phone. And um, I think that we've reached a really dangerous level in our life of being so connected in everything, but especially to our work, we've got all the apps on our phone. You know, you can, you can boot up your laptop super fast. Um, that I think that there's definitely been an almost toxic culture of working constantly and we're not meant to be robots and if our leadership or our bosses or our managers don't recognize that we need to have time outside of work to live our lives to rest and recharge um you know i think that that bears taking a second look at if you want to work for someone like that and of course there's the exceptions you've got deadlines um or you know an emergency comes up but i think for most of the time for most people we need to start setting those boundaries. So that's something that I'm, I'm trying to implement in my life. No, I, I really appreciate that. And I, and the hardest part about boundaries sometimes, at least for me is communicating them. Like I can say, oh, I want to yeah. do them and I, and I want these, but it's, it's implementing them and, and being okay with either one, not responding to a text message because it's also my personal phone and they know I saw it. Um, or saying, Hey, I'll get back to you tomorrow, or I'll call you tomorrow, you know, and, and just being okay with that, um, I think is, is critical for boundaries, or at least for me, I don't know about you on, on boundaries, but that's something that I struggle with is, is wanting to put them in there, but not communicating them. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I think you and I are fairly conflict diverse people and, don't like to ruffle feathers needlessly, but, you know, I think we're both tough and strong women, but it can be hard to stand up for, for yourself and, and advocate for yourself. And yeah, I mean, it's just something that we have to learn because nobody's going to learn it for us. And if we don't do it for ourselves, no one, no one else will either. So I'm right there with you, Val. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's perfect. I think, yeah, I, I think a lot of people can actually relate to it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. So hopefully that's something that uh, resonates with you listeners out there as you're thinking about your own goals and approaches uh, for what you have coming up in 2023. One thing I did want to mention, um, one of my favorite cousins is not that you should have favorites, but she's one of my favorites. She's been <laughs> listening um, to our entire entire lineup of episodes from when we first started. And I was talking to her about New Year's goals and she said, yeah, I've got some too, but I just listened to an episode you and Belle did in December of 2020. And you guys said that, um, you know, setting goals doesn't just have to happen at the new year or, you know, at the beginning of a week or whatever like that. Like you can always set goals and you can always recalibrate and re root goals at any time, any place for any reason. And that was a really good reminder. Number one, like, Hey, great. Me and Valine do have some wisdom. <laughs> and it was just a good reminder for, for me anyway, um, to not get stuck on a linear timeline for what you want to accomplish. Well, in life, I think we've seen over the last three or four years, um, we can plan our life, but life happens. <laughs> um, and things happen that are completely out of our control. And, and we always use, or I should speak for myself. I use the new year as a good reset for what I, for, for my life. You know, I, I end the year eating and I'm not a diet fad person. I'm going to start there, but I end the year eating, um, a whole bunch of sugary stuff. I'm full to the brim. I've drank probably a few too many glasses of wine, a couple more glasses of whiskey and smegnog. And I'm usually <laughs> bloated and feeling. And so and it, I start the new year thinking, okay, we're going to spend some time and clean, you know, and, and focus on nourishing my body again. We're going to focus on clearing the head and doing things that, that fill me up. You know, I, I, um, one of my Christmas, um, presence this year, I'd asked for a daily planner. Um, and I got it. And, and so being more intentional about filling it out and, and, and like being intentional about those things, um, reminds me that I can restructure each and every day. However, I feel like I need to at that time. And I, it doesn't have to take a, a, a shift from Christmas to new year's to make that happen, but it can happen on a day-to-day -day basis. It can happen whenever you need an, a new shift and it's finding, finding those people to, to, to say, Hey, I need, I want to do this and shifting, shifting that, that goal. It doesn't have to, it can be a fit. It can, you can make goals on a fiscal year. It doesn't have to be a calendar year and your fiscal year, can be whatever the hell you want it to be. <laughs> I love that. Make it on a fiscal year, do whatever you want. That's great. I love, I love what you said. I can restructure on a daily basis if needed. I think that's so awesome. I might have to like put that up on my office or something. I, that's Valine's pearl of wisdom. I love it. <laughs> no, well, yeah, whatever works for you guys. But that's what I've liked about the date, like, and trying to, yeah, yeah, just restructure because, and then leave, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying, we'll see how long this lasts, but I'm trying to, when I leave work specifically is write down everything. I'm like everything on my to-do list from today that didn't get done because most of the time I'm lucky to get two things off the checklist, um, rolls over to the next day. And it's already there for me to look at when I get there and I can hit the ground running rather than like, do, to do, to do, what do I want to do? You know? And like, it's already there for me not to have to, to make that first step because me, 
the hardest part for me is to make that first step, whether I'm writing paper, whether I'm getting started with my day, whether I'm running, um, is to, to start the process. And so if I can already start it while I'm on a roll, then it's easy to take a break and, and pick it up back up again. Totally. Oh, I love that strategy. That was one that you kind of taught me while you and I worked together a few years ago and it worked out while I was doing it. And then I sort of forgot about it and I want to pick it up again. That's a, that's a really, really good one. Super useful. And like you say, inertia is really hard to overcome. So if you've got the ball rolling for the next day, that's a great place to start. And then I think on the other side of that, it really helps you to kind of shut those work thoughts off for the night because you've already got the things written down. You don't have to sit there and turn them over in your head during dinner while you're trying to fall asleep. Um, yeah. So double pronged approach. I like it. Yeah, no, I, and that's the thing for me is leaving, leaving the work at work and, um, not taking it to bed with me. Like I can, like, usually when I'm pre like when I'm home most of the time with my husband, I can shut work off, but then the minute my head hits the pillow, I'm like, Bing! <laughs> and then I don't, you know, and so it's like, a, and for me, it's like journaling, which I would love to get back to personal journaling more too, but, um, Anyway, yeah, that was another long rabbit hole of of where my brain is with goals because it's not it's not written down yet, but there's definitely space um, for it to be written down. I just need to to find that time and be intentional because I really, really enjoy doing it, but I like doing it in a fun environment. I like either going to a coffee shop or a brewery and sitting down and like making this fun experience for me. And then I'm in that creative mindset too of what can I accomplish? What do I want to accomplish? And, and things like that, um, that don't always happen when you're just sitting at your own kitchen table, cranking through your tax return or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's right. thrown at you. <laughs> I love that too. I have a hard time incorporating like little bits of fun into my life. And I love that. Like take your, take yourself to a coffee shop or a brewery or wherever and take your planner and sit down and, and pencil out what you want to do. I think that's a great idea. Like that's a great little bit of fun to insert into your day. I saw yet another thing last night because I scroll so much that said my new year's resolution is to stop keeping the fancy or the special stuff for fancy or special occasion occasions, burn the good candle on a Tuesday afternoon, drink the Prosecco on a Thursday mimosa, you know, like, bring out your tiara and wear it at breakfast, you know, goofy things like that. Like today is a special occasion. Living is a special occasion. Do the good stuff now. And I think to your point, like putting little bits of fun into your day or your week or your life is it's important. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Take yourself out on a date. Like you don't have to go out with anybody else. It can just be you and, and a notebook and, or a book and, um, and go do it. And I, that's one thing that like, I, I want to find that time too, because I like that personal reflection time. I know when I was single and living by myself, it was like, I had to do that stuff. <laughs> and I, and I, <laughs> I, and I was scared to do it. And now I'm, and I grew to love it. And then my personal alone time is, isn't as prevalent anymore. Um, and so for finding those times to, to, you know, an hour in the bathtub by myself once a week is 
and appreciating it, I think is the other thing. I think we, I, I, I know I specifically can just go through things and go, Oh, I did have 20 minutes in the car by myself this morning to sing, you know, and just let it out. Um, and just working to, to appreciate those, those goofy moments, um, that you're, that you're missing sometimes because we're so, we're so serious with life. So true. So true. I am totally guilty of getting way too serious and way too in the functioning or productive mode and forgetting that life is here to live and have fun. Yep. Yep. And at the end of the day, if we were to die, what do you want to be remembered for? And what experiences do you want to have lived? (laughs) For sure. Absolutely. For sure. Oh, that's a good, that's a good question for the year too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Val, that's all I have to say for this week. What about you? Yeah, that's, um, I don't think any more coherent words will be coming out of my mouth. (laughs) Um, No, but it's been a, it's been a good week and I've grown and learned a lot, but yeah, it's my brain is came back from the ski vacation and has been on overdrive. So it's here I am. So listeners, I apologize for some of the rambling and the the unfocused squirrel brain that's um, occurring, but we, um, (laughs) we appreciate that you guys tuned in and um, Catherine, do you have anything else you want to say before we sayonara? Yeah, just listeners, you know, we talk a lot and, and we love, we love spitballing our ideas so that we can, uh, you know, make them more coherent and more cohesive as we try to reach our goals. But really, truly, we do want to hear from you. What are your goals? What are some of your tips and tricks to get to where you want to be? How do you reset? How do you recalibrate? How do you take yourself out on a date? Like, tell us, we want to hear it. Um, Val, I'll tell you where you can find us and just sing it out. We want to hear. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And listeners, we, um, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the millennial ag podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can directly email us at talk to us at millennial Till next week, we are millennial ag. <laughs> <laughs>